Do good, anyway. Sunday nights are always hard for me. I'm not entirely sure why, but I think it's because I have a hard time turning my brain off to sleep. In my head, I'm making to-do lists for the week. I'm mentally crossing things off last week's list to make sure I'm ready for classes, grades, events, meetings, and projects this week. This past Sunday, I couldn't sleep, so I decided to tap into some of my news outlets to catch up on world news. I was horrified about some of the things I was reading and seeing, so I kept telling myself to focus on the good. There is always good in this world. There's a book called The Paradoxical Commandments that was written by Kent Keith. Originally, it started out as a 1968 college essay for a homework assignment and was, at one point, even credited to Mother Teresa as the lines of a poem with the theme of Do Good Anyway were found on her wall in Calcutta, India. Keith was a young student at Harvard with an interest in government. He was just finding his voice. His premise was that no matter what the world dishes up for you, real satisfaction and peace comes from within. We just need to listen to our own heart and answer to ourselves. Regardless of its origins, the message is clear. People are often illogical, unreasonable, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. The poem urges us to be kind anyway. Succeed anyway. Think big anyway. Fight anyway. Be honest anyway. Build anyway. And you got it. Give the world the best you've got Anyway, I like the story and the message. All in all, there are ten paradoxical commandments, I think. I like the fact that Kent Keith turned his college homework into a book. He tries hard to set the record straight, but doesn't really mind that Mother Teresa sometimes gets credit for his ideas. She's a good partner. The 1960s were a provocative time of change, protest, political unrest, upheaval, and distrust of authority. Americans had lots of questions, and most of them were justified. Women wanted equal rights and equal pay. Prejudice played a big role in day-to-day conversations. Keith was just 19 years old. He had witnessed a great deal, but he also had a lot of hope. He believed in humanity, that at the end of the day, people could find a way to do good things. In the wake of the weekend's bombing by Hamas terrorists in Israel, I am sad that people are still being mistreated for who they are, where they live, and what they believe. I am angry that hundreds of innocent civilians, many of them teenagers and children, are paying the ultimate price. I'm equally distraught that hundreds of Americans are in the crosshairs, too, as we speak. We just finished a portion of our Holocaust research work in some of my English classes. I always urge students to find connections to history, music, art, current events, and politics when we look at literature with a closer ear and eye. I use civil rights topics and human rights literature to help them find their voices and to urge them to become ethical, compassionate leaders in the adult roles they are going to pursue. When I asked a group of students a think tank question this week about what happened over the weekend and how it related to their various research topics, one young man, who plans to enter the military, told me, I'm not one to ever pay attention to current events, Mrs. Mobley. I probably can't do this activity. Is there an alternative question? I abruptly urged him, maybe too harshly, to go back to his table and asked him to start researching. I told him to go back to the 1970s and then maybe reflect back on May of 1948 
when our own president, Harry Truman, was the first to officially recognize Israel as an independent state in the wake of the end of World War II and a United Nations decision that was somewhat controversial at the time. In fact, it still is. This recognition had varying reactions from some of our nation's brightest folks. Some of his supporters thought it might help resolve some of the issues facing the Jews who had lost so much during the Holocaust, while others thought it might be a permanent thorn in the side of those who chose to disagree with the recognition. They thought this might just add more fuel to the fire. I also urge students to ponder the essence of the surprise attack on the morning of October 7th on what was a holy day. When America was attacked on December 7, 1941, it was a lazy Sunday morning in Hawaii. Sound familiar? I'm not sure what the answer is, or even if there is one. I do know that evil can't be ignored. I also know that you can't deal with tyrants. They don't have a conscience, and they will lie, cheat, steal, and murder to get their way. I'd like to think that we've come a long way in terms of humanity in the past 75 years, and I keep muttering to myself as I talk to my friends, the words of that 19-year-old Kent Keefe from 1968. Do good anyway. Build anyway. Fight anyway. Give the world the best you've got anyway. <laughs>